Hello, Coneheads. Welcome to the Cone Zone. I'm Grant Cone. That's Lowell Cone. The Niners made their final cuts about an hour ago. We're going to discuss that, but first we're going to talk about the big news of the day of the week. Jimmy Garoppolo sticking around. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch talked about it today. If you didn't get a chance to hear it, it's on my YouTube channel. Um, Dad, I want to get your opinion on this, so I'm going to ask you a series of questions. First, is keeping Jimmy Garoppolo good or bad for the 49ers? Overwhelmingly good. That's how I feel. Um, I want to give them credit, praise. Now, it took me a while to assimilate what happened with, with Jimmy. Right. Um, I, as you know, and we'll get to it later, never thought he would be on the team. Apparently, Kyle Shanahan didn't think he'd be on the team either. Right. And I bet you a big deal bottle of wine, which we'll talk about later. But it took me a while to take a few breaths and really think about what this means. Me too. Okay. So now as of August 30th at a little after three o'clock in the afternoon, I think I've calmed down and I've thought it through. And <laughs> what I'll say is they didn't have a good backup quarterback. No. I mean, uh, Brock Purdy is promising. God love him. He's promising. Sudfeld clearly wasn't good enough because they got rid of him. And in this day and age in the NFL, you need to have someone who can come in because no matter what kind of quarterback you have as a starter, he's likely to get hurt a little or a lot. So this gives them big time insurance <clears throat> with a player who's played well for them. We, we both say that Jimmy is, is a C, C-plus quarterback. Absolutely. But he's gotten him to the Super Bowl. He's gotten him twice to the championship game. And I know we say, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm coughing a little, that the team carried him. But he had to do quarterback things. Right. He had to do right. quarterback things. He's a starting quarterback, and now he's their backup. Yeah. So I feel that no matter how this happened, and it seems like the Niners stumbled into this, that they fully expected Jimmy to be gone. I think that the the quarterback situation on this team is significantly better than it was a day ago. I agree. Now, you could go Heinz, full hindsight and say they never should have signed Sudfeld. They could have cut Jimmy Garoppolo initially, not signed Sudfeld, and got a different backup who's also good and cheap. Um, but that didn't happen. And so they... They had this reality, and they went with uh, the right choice at this time, which was to get rid of Nate Sudfeld and keep Jimmy Garoppolo. And it does make them better. Because what I was thinking was, I mean, had they done the first thing, they probably could have Im improved their offensive line this offseason as well. Okay, they didn't do that. I was thinking this team was going to miss the playoffs. But now when I like calmed down and thought about what this move means, I was saying they were going to miss the playoffs because I was afraid Trey Lance was going to miss a couple of games and they would lose those games. Now they could win those games. So all of a sudden you're looking at probably a playoff team in a conference as wide open. Yeah. And you know, we've said before, it's odd that they would give Sudfeld $2 million. It's not our money, not our money, not our money. They wanted to give him $2 million. They thought he was a viable backup. They gave him a chance. He wasn't. They're out two million. You know the the, yeah. the Europe's are out two million dollars. We're not. So I, I don't have any problem with what they did with Sudfeld. And I'm sorry, you know that he's gone. But football is a brutal, brutal world. 
Yeah, I mean, they gave him two million dollars to go away. Some some players aren't getting anything to go That's away, right. so it could be $2 worse. Million dollars to go away. It could be worse. Now, again, if you think like this is a big distraction in the locker room, this could have been avoided if they, you know, addressed their backup quarterback earlier. Uh, but they did it now, and at the time, uh, this is the best backup quarterback. That, he's a very good backup quarterback. It's just there's all these like anecdotal things that could go on behind the scenes. Um, we don't know how that's going to affect anything, and it may not happen at all. We just don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we don't know what it's going to be like in the locker room. And even though you're going to be allowed in eventually, you'll never know. You know, no. the, the players either won't be there or they'll be <coughs> on their best behavior. So you, you'll never know about that. Um, I'm willing to say now, Kyle bends over backwards to say what great friends they are, Jimmy and Trey, and how nothing's really different from last year. I don't actually believe that. I believe things are very different. One's a starter who used to be the backup. One's a backup who used to be the starter. And this, there may be things happening in the locker room. That's up to the coach to, to make this team come out as one team and play hard. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that it was important for Trey Lance or his agent for him to have a higher base salary this year than Jimmy Garoppolo. So, I mean, of course, like you're the starter. You don't want your backup to be making more than you. But at the same time, like that's how – that's how close they are. It's like we're we're good, but it's still business. It's still business. It's still business. And when yeah. when Kyle, look, I believe he's an honest guy, but when he paints it, you know, all <laughs> wine and roses, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm often skeptical of things like that. What's he supposed to say? They hate each other's guts. You know, they they won't share their milk at lunch. I, I don't know. Right. Right, because what he keeps saying is, yeah, I understand it's an awkward situation. It may not work for most people, but we're a big happy family and everyone right. loves each other here. It's yeah. a funny thing. Everyone happens to love each other here, and we don't have those problems. So it's like, oh, okay, well, okay, maybe. Well, I worked at a lot of newspapers, and I can tell you, everybody didn't love everybody. Yeah, there were some people I didn't love, and there was, and I still don't love them. Yeah, and I'm guessing not everyone on this team loves everybody. I'm just guessing. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, right. Before we go on to some more questions, let's just take a few questions from the from the audience. Corey, thanks for becoming a member. The One Reels on Getsu says, how many interceptions does Jimmy have to throw in prime time? How many big games does he have to choke in before these morons fans realize he's not it? Well, you know what? He's not playing anymore now. He's the backup, and he could be the savior of this season, so relax. Kevin is a new member. Thank you. Uh, C. Turley says, if the Niners don't make the playoffs, who gets fired? Kyler John. One of them would have to go. Man, you're already going to there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We've actually talked about that a million times. Yeah. This, the season hasn't even started yet. Yeah. Let's let's they're probably it. going to the playoffs too. They're and really also good let's team. not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of ourselves either. There are things to talk about today. Yeah. That that are newsworthy today. Thank you for your donation. I appreciate it. Sean says, Hey, granted, it might sound crazy, but ain't no lie, Jimmy. No, <laughs> no, bye-bye. Shout out to Travis and David Heaney. That was a uh NSYNC reference, I think. Yes. I have no idea what that means. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Sean. Big Tim 3 says, Kyle Shanahan, go ahead, Grant. Ask your questions. They love you, Mike. Kyle said my name today. I Iggy, I want to say I was aware that he said your name today. Yeah. That was the first time ever. Yeah. Well, I think he may have – I maybe it was a co- uh, coincidence, but maybe he appreciated that I actually defended this Jimmy Garoppolo thing last night. Did you see my video explaining why, I'm, why I like the, the move? Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone else was attacking him today. Like – he did something wrong. I actually think it, it, it made sense. It was a smart move. And I, maybe he he actually used one of my arguments for it. He said, you know, every year we've had a, a quarterback hurt here. I yes. said that. So maybe he appreciated me today. Iggy, I want to emphasize this. I love what they've done. Can yeah. I don't 
like it. I love it. So is that forceful enough? I went from picking the team to win nine games and miss the playoffs to win 11 games and make the playoffs. It's a big difference. Yeah. It's a big difference. Yes. Maybe uh, Kyle will say my name. I don't know. <laughs> Ellis says, think the front office is already developing a game plan for the possibility of cone uh, grand pups popping up and giving them hell in a few decades. I'll bet a bottle of uh, Valisen that they're all, how do you pronounce that? I don't know. Valisen white that they're all over it. Yeah. What happens if there's a third generation of cones? Uh, well, that's up to you. That's true. That's true. I have we'll, nothing to do with it. That's right. Good point. Thank you, Ellis. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Josh Neal. Narayan says for your dad buying you the bottle of wine and you always keeping it real. Thank you, Josh. Now I appreciate it. I'm going to talk about that bottle of wine later. Uh, okay. So Jimmy Garoppolo is a C starting quarterback, but he's an A plus backup. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. Is he the best backup in the league? Maybe. I, I don't know the league, but I agree with that statement. Josh says as hectic as this offseason has been, got to give them, uh, got to give props to John Lynch for getting through the storm with Debo as well as the quarterback situation. I agree. Um, I don't. I knew John Lynch when he was a Stanford undergraduate. I don't know him now, but I have tremendous respect for how he handles himself. Uh, the reels on Guess Who says I have eyes and a good memory. How am I expected to uh, to calm down, Grant? I don't know. But take a deep breath. Take a walk. Toby says, How short of a leash will Trey be on if things aren't going well? I think it'll be like Jimmy last year. I think they won't pull him unless he gets hurt. That's the way I think. Here's the thing. Um. That's a very good question. I don't think Kyle knows yet That's a good the point. answer yeah. because it would depend on the game or the games, yeah. how they go. Yeah. If he throws picks, but they're not his fault. True. You know, sometimes receivers drop a ball. Right. Um, we'd have to see what happens. So it's impossible to know what kind of a leash, quote unquote, he'd be on. Plus one very important thing. If they take him out and put in Jimmy, this is major, a major happening. Mm -hmm. And it, what does it mean? Does it mean that Trey would be out for the, that one game? What does it mean now? Jimmy is the starting quarterback. These are, would be momentous decisions that we could not talk about now. Plus, if you pull Trey, do you lose him? Does it crush him? Do you lose him? So the question is really good, but it's premature because we would have to see how things go. It's true. And you just laid it out beautifully. Uh, nope or dope review says, Grant, did you win the Twitter war? I'm not sure which war you're referring to, you're referring to but of course. Big Tim 3 says, seems like the, fr the front office has been pretty transparent all along. In my opinion, this press conference made me feel like Jimmy Garoppolo just wants to get paid. He's not worried about ball. He basically accepted defeat. Well, I mean, my question was, if your plan was to get Jimmy Garoppolo as your backup, why wasn't he in camp? And they pretty much said he didn't want to be in meetings. He didn't. He wants to be a starter somewhere else, and he was holding out hope for that. And, of course, they didn't want him to practice with that contract because if he got hurt, it would be guaranteed. So Right. He wanted yeah. – look, and it's to his credit that he wanted to be a starter somewhere right. else. I would too. I mean, you say, no, no, I, I, I give up. I, I cry, uncle. I want to be a backup. Yeah. You don't want a player like that. I'm not even going to see what happens in preseason. Why wait? Screw yeah. it. Yeah. Big Tim says, seems like the front office. Oh, got you. Phil says, who do you think is better, Mason or Hasty? Do you think they made the right move to keep Mason over Hasty? Yes. I think Mason's better. I think Mason's really good. I think Mason could start for them. Okay. Hold on. Josh Wyatt says, can Jimmy Garoppolo play guard or safety if I don't see this? If not, I don't see this changing much. Better places to spend $6 million. That's a fair, fair argument. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. Question for you, Dad. Does keeping Garoppolo indicate the Niners are worried about Lance? Okay. I have a feeling we may disagree on this. Okay. Because I think you've done a video which indicates, and you spoke to uh, Hensley, and yes. um, who's very interesting. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, indicating someone in the building told him that they're worried about Lance. Um, I don't think this indicates they're worried about Lance. I actually now, agree with you on this. You do? Okay. Yeah. They, they may be worried about Lance, but this doesn't indicate be, that. That's right. Let's go. So let's be real go. clear on this. Right. Because we want to be clear thinkers. Yes. They may be worried about Lance. This is a separate issue. Yeah. They wanted Jimmy. Yeah. And he fell into their laps and he really is a, ter- a plus backup and could take over the team if he has to. But saving Jim, getting Jimmy or Jimmy or keeping Jimmy was a separate issue from if they're worried about Lance. What do you think, Iggy? Absolutely. I mean, they may be worried about Lance. How could they not be worried about Lance? He's the quarterback. He's in, he's inexperienced. Worrying is normal. I worry about things all the time. I'm sure they are, but I don't think it's a one-to-one thing. I think what happened was the quarterback that they signed to be the backup and gave $2 million to be the backup didn't make the team. And they were like, okay, well, is Brock Purdy ready to, to win games for us? Well, we like him, but he's a rookie. So maybe we don't want, you know, two of the youngest quarterbacks in the league as our quarterbacks. I, I think this was more about the backup and they went from having a backup who got cut to having the best backup quarterback in the league. That's nice. That's what it's about. Iggy. And now they keep Brock, but he's on the roster. He's not on, he's on, on the, the roster. Yeah. Yeah. The, in the past, haven't they had the third guy on – what do they call it? Sometimes. I mean, they used to have Jimmy and Beathard. Practice squad. They used to have Jimmy Beathard and, and Mullins. They've done it before. I think they want to have – by keeping him, they have, he has a four-year contract. So he's under cheap roster control for four years. I don't think anyone would have take, claimed him off of waivers. So okay, I think they probably sacrificed someone better to keep him. But he's a quarterback, so I guess there's value. Okay. All right. Um, Andrew Menard says, do you foresee anyone on the roster that can be used to trade for a better O-line? Any team's trades come to mind? Well, they could also always trade Jimmy Garoppolo, and Kyle Shanahan addressed that today. Now, they may just prefer to have him as a backup all year than to get something for him, but depends what people offer. In addition, I think Shanahan left it open. He certainly did. Yeah. Someone said. Someone asked – does he is his has his trade value gone up? And he says, well, anytime someone gets cheaper, their value goes up naturally. Yeah. Corey Long says, win win. If Trey can't handle the pressure, he's not it. If Jimmy never plays, he's still a free agent next year. Trey has a much better quarterback room to learn from too. Thanks, Corey. Um, one more. Irfan says thoughts on what Mayoko said about how if Trey Lance struggles week one, they might go back to Jimmy. Um, Mayoko didn't say it. He asked it. Yeah. Will they? Will they? Yeah. And- uh, and Shanahan didn't answer. Right. And I it's think in no it, position, in no position to answer. I think Mayoko went on the radio and speculated that that could happen. It could. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'm not sure that it would, though. I think the Niners might give Trey more than one game. I don't know. Depends on how how, how it goes. Yeah. Depends on how it goes. And we don't see into the future. No, we don't. Um, okay. That's it. Frankie, Frankie Five Fingers, thank you for the $5. Okay. Dad. Frankie Five Angels. Frankie Five. Well, that's that's a different guy. This was this was Frankie. Okay. But Frankie Five. Now that the 49ers have Lance and Garoppolo, what's the state of the quarterback room? Is it good? 
Okay. Yeah. Let's not say quarterback room. What's the state of their quarterbacks? Yeah, the position. Okay. So here's what we got. And this is – I love this, Iggy, and thanks for letting me go first. And you can have the final word because you know more than I do. They have really gotten themselves a terrific backup quarterback who can lead the team if he needs yeah. to. But he can't win a Super Bowl. No. I like Jimmy. I know that Jimmy doesn't like you, Iggy, but if he knew you, he'd like you because you're both nice guys. Um, I think he's, he's can do very many good things and he's a really good competitor. I, I admire that about him. He, he can get you to the big game and lose it. Um, so he's not quite what you want him to be. Having said that, that doesn't mean that Trey Lance can get you to the big game and win it. Right. We don't know the first thing about him, Iggy, until right. he it really plays a real game. Right. So my answer to that question is, how good are their quarterbacks? I have no idea. Right. I know Jimmy is good enough, but not good enough to, to take you where you need to go. Right. I don't know who Trey Lance is. So my answer to that question is a big fat question mark. Right. So like their the, the state of their position, all all players included, it's it's better than it was a few days ago, but we don't know if it's good enough yet. Right. It's like they got more depth. Yeah. But Depth is good, Depth but is good. they get elite. No, this didn't make them elite. This gave them depth. Yeah, and I think it was John Madden who said, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. And in this sense, I mean, it's not the Niners have no quarterback, but to really be a legit Super Bowl contender, you need a you need a super quarterback. You need a top yeah. 10, 8, 7, 5, or a, a great quarterback. And I don't think the Niners have one yet. Trey Lance might be one one day. I don't think Jimmy's ever going to be one, so we'll see. Right. Yeah. So these developments this week are really interesting. I've never, ever seen anything play out like this. Um, I am really praise the 49ers for what they're doing. I have no idea how good their starting quarterback is. And until we know that, there's a lot of questions about this team. And it's so funny. There's teams like the Green Bay Packers that just have Aaron Rodgers for 15 years and don't think about it. The Niners with Kyle have had to be so creative and strategic with this position every freaking year just to be like good enough at this at the spot. And it's and meanwhile they've passed on some seriously great quarterbacks. Hopefully it all works out for them. But name some who they passed up on: uh, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes. Those are big three. Those are big three. Those hey, big Iggy, three. I got to tell you. Yeah. I was watching Joe Rogan the other day, and he did an interview with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I knew him in college. He was really interesting, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He was talking about his time at Cal. Yeah. And he took a – listen to this. He took a class – I'm not making this up – in food appreciation. No way. Iggy, he said there were 100 people in the class and 15 – Aaron, if I got it wrong, I apologize – 15 of them were football players. Iggy, at UCLA, was there a class in food appreciation? Maybe there was. I'm not saying there wasn't. I don't know. I took a class called Korean drumming, which was a lot of fun with some football players. <laughs> Look, a lot of fun. When I went to Stanford, now again, I was in the English department. I never heard of a class called food appreciation. But anyway, you, just go? You, you went there and you would eat? Pass fail? I don't know. But here's what happened. He had to do a paper. And he handed in his paper on food appreciation. It's Aaron Rodgers. But 
you know, in his footnotes, he didn't, you know, you always screw up footnotes. He, so he used the word cite. I didn't cite correctly. And according to him, other people who didn't cite correctly, the teacher let them redo the paper yeah. so they could get their citations correct, but wouldn't let him. And all these years later, he was still angry at, at this lady. And he, and he actually called her, Aaron, please forgive me, but I thought I heard him say she was just a fucking food, food appreciation teacher. So it was fascinating. It was fascinating to me to know that up the road in Berkeley, you could take food appreciation and, and he's still pissed that she gave him a tough time about his citations. Seems like he doesn't really appreciate his food even to this day. <laughs> Anyway, I loved how he told the story. It made my day. So thank you, Aaron. Don't you think, doesn't he seem like the kind of guy who has like an endless list of grievances against people that he never forgets? Yes, I, him and Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, like, can't you see Aaron Rodgers at his Hall of Fame speech just giving the longest, most bitter <laughs> speech? This person didn't believe in me. This food appreciation teacher tried to ruin my, my dreams. Like, fuck you fuck you fuck you i could see that from, from aaron Rodgers. anyway god love him anyway uh, that was a diversion i'm sorry what? let's go back to jimmy jimmy so the main critique of this it's like okay the niners definitely improved their quarterback room jimmy's a great backup of course but his presence is going to put a lot of pressure on lance um do you think that's a good or a bad thing good here's the deal the world of nfl football is all about pressure being a quarterback is a pressure position every second, every second. If you can't take the pressure of a guy sitting in the room with you, how are you going to take the pressure of the Rams rushing you? Yeah. Uh, of Aaron Donald coming after you. So I think if it adds to the pressure and Trey Lance can stand up to it, it only makes him a better competitor. What do you think? I see what you're saying. I'm a little concerned about it, though. Because I feel like it's not just the pressure from media and fans, but like his own locker room. And I have a feeling he's he going to get second-guessed to death. He's supposed to be this young guy growing, but every missed throw, every missed read is going to be like, well, would Jimmy have made that throw? Would Jimmy have won this game? Would Jimmy have made that read? Like, and So there's a lot of pressure on him. There's a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan, too, because this is his choice. This is his guy. Um and we, we, we've talked a lot about, like, can, can Kyle Shanahan develop a young quarterback? Is he good at it? Well, I'm not sure that this is the best kind of situation to set up. Like, last year, Jimmy was under constant um, – he was constantly second-guessed. Everything he did, well, Trey Lance should play. Maybe they should put in the young guy. Was that right. good for Jimmy? I mean, is it really the ideal situation for any quarterback to be like Jimmy this? Stood I don't know. Up to it. Jimmy stood up to it. He, yeah, he, I mean, he, he did, and then he got replaced. Like, he's he's – Jimmy didn't exactly flourish on the 49ers. He showed he, he was good at first. He got hurt. He got replaced. He didn't exactly become a Pro Bowl quarterback here. Kyle right. broke him. Or he was – he whatever it was, it didn't happen for, for, for Jimmy. And was it just Jimmy's fault? Was Kyle culpable? I don't know. Kyle's never developed a quarterback. And he often puts a lot of scrutiny on them. Uh, he doesn't take it on himself. I don't know. It's interesting. I just don't – he's never done If uh, Trey misses a pass – He'll get second guess. Do you mean by fans, media, or in the locker room? In the locker room. In the locker room. And and, and, no. and I got it. So you're yeah. saying the there's a possibility that if he doesn't perform the way they think Jimmy would have, yeah. yes, there may be snarky remarks. 
Yeah. Uh, Jimmy would have hit that. Rebellion, disrespect. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, I, I'm not saying it will happen, but it could. Yeah, it could. That's up I was to talking to our cousin, a respected uh, football mind, and he his exact phrase was, Trey's going to get second guessed to death. Now, he thinks this is a great move for the 49ers, and he thinks this is good, but I mean, it's not nothing's all good. There's always some complications. Yeah. It'd be better if, if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have the entire locker room in his pocket, right? That complicates things. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to stick with my position. I yeah. think a quarterback ought to be able to stand up to pressure. And he, even if it means snarky remarks in the locker room or people not talking to him, I don't think it should matter. Can I give you an example of how this could happen? Yes. So he needs to grow, right? And growing, to grow in any way, you have to sort of make mistakes. You have to be free to make mistakes so you can learn. He makes a couple mistakes. It's going to be a whole lot of freaking heat. And he may become a guy who's like, I can't make mistakes. And he may go safety first, which is not good for his development. It's not how you develop a guy who's going to become freaking Steve Young. He may become Alex Smith, where it's like, oh, my God, I just have to not throw interceptions. I just have to not throw interceptions. And he just become, you know what I'm saying? That could happen. That could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's leave it like this. Yeah. It's something we need to keep an eye on. Yeah. Kyle Kyle needs to keep an eye on it. Kyle yeah. needs to keep an eye. In fact, yeah. A, a good way of phrasing it is this is a real test of Kyle the coach. Yes. Absolutely. It says it will reveal as much about Kyle as it does about the quarterback. Absolutely. Because we we were skeptical that last year's plan of keeping Trey on the bench was the best plan, and now. I'm a little skeptical of this, although it definitely helps the team. I don't know if it's great for Trey Lance's long-term development, but it's the best thing for this team this year for sure. But it's and it's the best thing for this show because I love drama. This is great. So good. Thank you. I think uh, not playing Trey Lance more last season was a mistake. Yeah. Unless his finger was so bad that he couldn't really throw the ball. And I don't know that. But if his hand was okay – uh, Kyle should have been more proactive in bringing him in. I agree. Okay, last thing, and then we'll take some questions and move on to the final cuts. The bet. Okay, uh, this is really interesting to me. I lost two bets to Iggy, and I like winning. I, yeah. I, I used to win the bets. Yeah. I said that they would sign Debo Samuel before the first day of training camp, and they did it a few days later. So I missed on that one. And I got Iggy an $85 bottle of Barolo, which is the best Italian red. It's And I haven't drank it yet. We're going to drink it together. It's right there. It's a world-class wine. This time, I want to go French. So probably on later in the week, I'm going to go um, to Kermit Lynch in um, Berkeley. Kermit Lynch is the best, in general, French, mostly um Burgundy and Rhone and uh, Italian shop. Um, I'd say maybe even in the in the Bay Area. So I'm going to go there and I want to get Iggy. I'm going to spend up to $100 and I want to get Iggy probably a bottle of Burgundy Red, Red Burgundy, unless the people at Kermit Lynch say for 100 bucks you'd do better with this Bordeaux or you'd do better with this Chateau Neuf de Pop. But anyway, Iggy, I'm going to get you a, a Lollapalooza, and I'll give it to you. Um, we're having dinner Sunday night. I'll give it to you yeah. Sunday night. But And you'll have to show it next week on the show. Yeah. Well, look, I don't want to gloat that I was right, but it, it, I thought basically most people thought I was going to lose this bet. 
You were very confident. Why did you yeah. think you were going to win this bet? I never thought they would keep him. I thought it would be a distraction, and I thought they'd get something for him. Yeah, yeah. Why did you I, think you'd win the bet? I thought that they – everyone said they were going to do the right thing and cut him, and I thought there's no way. They said they won't. It would look bad. They're kind of stubborn. Over their dead body, will they cut Jimmy Garoppolo? Especially because I think that's what he wanted, and I think they felt that he kind of railroaded him with that uh, surprise surgery. So I think they felt – I think it was a little bit of an eye for an eye thing. Hey, you want to get cut and, and force your way out of town? Now you're our backup quarterback, and that's a great thing. It's a good thing for you that you're taking a huge pay cut and you're, back, you're our backup quarterback. It's the best thing for you, Jimmy. You'll, you'll realize that eventually. That's what I think. And happening. you saw that happening. I think so. Hey, God love John Lynch. He wasn't – he was not going to lose this. That's the way I look at it. This was a battle between him and Jimmy, and he won. Well, you you were right. I give you all the credit. And as I always say, you're smarter than I am, Iggy. You're really well, smart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but thanks. I appreciate it. Joshua, we'll take some questions. What was your biggest concern 2021 versus now with Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't remember what my biggest concern was last year. Um, Sorry. But the biggest well, concern is still the, the offensive line. And, and my biggest concern with Jimmy is that he stay focused uh, because his turn's going to come. Right. Uh, Chris Riss, 1505, says, does Jimmy's contract restructure mean the Niners have the ability to sign impact players now? Or how does that work? Just curious. Yeah, they have $20 million in cap space, but if he were to play and do certain things, there would be incentives. So I don't know. Maybe they have to keep that cap space available just in case he triggers his incentives. I'm not exactly sure about that one, but I'll look into it. Micah says, should the Niners pick up leather? No, he's awful. Absolutely the worst. Sorry. It's freaking terrible. And I know that. Frankie says, any chance Niners just finesse Jimmy into starting for way less money planned all along? No, I think Trey Lance is going to start. Yeah. And again, if he's, if, if Jimmy starts, there's incentives and they would, he would, they would pay him something. A lot more, actually. Thomas, thank you. And there's one more. Oh, two more. CT Law says, okay, asking your father. Opening game, Bears, we are down 14-0 at the half. Came out four minutes into the third quarter, nothing happening. What do you do? You yanking Trey or risking the loss week one? Okay. It would depend on how Trey played. Yeah. Um, me, if it were me, I would bring in Jimmy. Yeah. But that's a momentous thing to do. Yeah. What would we do with you? It's hard because you can't go back, right? I don't think you can go back after that. So maybe it would be premature. Pull the plug on Trey Lance. After three quarters. Whew. I no. mean, if he throws four interceptions, you may I mean it's not really a decision. He made the decision. Yeah. You know? Also, they're gonna beat the Bears. Yeah, there that's yeah, that's there's that. So we don't really yeah. Kaimana seven says it'll be at least two years before we really know what Lance is. Do we what do we really know about Lawrence Fields uh Mac Jones after starting one year? True. It's just that I think Trey's under a lot more pressure because this team is so good. They have to win. Thomas says, thank you guys for everything. Much love to you guys. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Um, Flav says, is, if the locker room liked Jimmy before, imagine what they must think of him now that he chose to stay for that amount and after all the heat he's taken. I agree. I, I think this only makes his buddies like him more. Fair. Haha says long COVID can lower your IQ to single digits. See Daniel Kelly for anecdotal evidence. Okay. Ominous 24 says, what is the over under date when Robo Kyle says Jimmy gives him the best chance to win? 
I, I, I can't even go there. I don't know. Sorry, Ominous24. Mark F says, are you guys going to bet Jimmy will be traded before the deadline? What do you think? Do you think they'll trade Jimmy? I don't want to make that bet. I don't want to make it either, but I don't think he's going anywhere this year, Dad. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think there's a market for him. I think the Niners need him more than other teams. Yeah, I agree. Josh says, even if the O-line is a concern, the last thing we can lean on is the position players help a lot with the run scheme. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering if the offensive line is such a concern that it's going to hurt the run game too. That's, I mean, there's so many guys who have never started a game on this offensive line. Get Marlon Mack and dump Sermon. Um, fine by me. Uh, fine by me. Okay, moving on. Let's get to the cuts. You want to ask me about them? Okay. Uh, let me get my piece of my cheat sheet. All right. All right. Yeah. What is for you? The um, the biggest surprise among the final cuts, like uh, what surprises you about players they got rid of? Well, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. This one guy is an undrafted rookie free agent, and those guys usually don't make the team. But this one guy, Jason Poe, was so good every day in training camp. They do those one-on-one drills where there's a pass rusher and a blocker. He would win a lot against guys who made the team. And then he was playing so well, he was getting like these great grades and pro football focus. And he was starting to get reps with the starters in practice. He's splitting reps at left guard with Aaron Banks. And the Niners didn't want us to report it. Uh, KMBR's Jake Hutchinson asked Kyle Shanahan about it in, in a press conference. And Shanahan looked at him like, how dare you say that? And didn't really talk about it. Because I guess they're trying to, I think what they they like him, but they want him to clear waivers and go to the practice squad. Um, and there he may, but if he doesn't, they lost a good player. I think he's a really good player, and I um, that one was quite surprising. This is very risky. What about Jermichael Hasty? Jermichael Hasty's good too. It's just that running backs are a dime a dozen, and I, I can understand the 49ers cutting a former undrafted free agent running back because they have a lot of good running backs. With Poe, it's like. Offensive linemen are not a dime a dozen. Those are very big men. They're hard to find good ones. And you make this guy's a diamond in the rough. And I think they kept inferior players over him because they drafted him. Like, for example, the left guard who's starting, it was the first, second round pick last year, Aaron Banks. I, I, I'm not a scout, but I feel very strongly that Jason Poe is better than him. And I think the Niners are a little bit, I don't know, either kidding themselves or hoping that there's, that people just don't know. Cause really neither one's played in an NFL game yet. It's just been preseason and stuff. So I think they're hoping that people just don't know. So we'll see if they get, if they're right. Sneak them. They cut school. What do you think about that? Maybe that's, did that surprise you? I was surprised. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's been on the team for a while. He tore his ACL last year. He came, he didn't look good in, in practice. He would often fall over a lot. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but he seemed like the most clunky of the offensive linemen. I'm not surprised that he got, that he got cut. Any other people who got cut who surprised you? Not particularly. Not particularly. But we could talk about some surprises, uh, players they kept. Yes, please do that. Um, the biggest surprise was the undrafted rookie running back, Jordan Mason. I was hoping that they would keep him, and there was a chance that they would cut him and try to sneak him on the practice squad like they're doing with Jason Poe. But I think the guy was so good uh, that they felt don't even risk it. And I like that. They kept an extra running back just to put him on the team. They have five running backs on the team. And I like that too, because this is a team that wants to run the ball more than any other team. And they always get all their running backs hurt and they need extra running backs. They don't need extra wide receivers. So I like that. That was smart. 
Jordan Mason in particular, though, I think he could actually be a player who I know it's like we're always talking about guys who just made the end of the roster. And do they really matter? I think this guy is as good as any running back on the team mm. right now. So what do you like about the way he runs? He's uh, three things. He has good vision to spot the hole. Mm. He's extremely decisive. So he doesn't you don't see him like stutter stepping or trying to figure out which one to go to. He hits it really fast and he runs really freaking hard. He's 223 pounds and he runs like he's 245 pounds. I like that. Anyone else surprise you that, that they, that it's notable that they kept or surprise you that they kept? I guess Purdy. I'm surprised they kept a third quarterback. I, it seems to me that if you have a backup as good as Jimmy Garoppolo, do you need a third quarterback? Is Brock Purdy even going to suit up on game day? And if not, like, so you're keeping him for the long-term investment? Really? He was the last pick in the draft. What's he going to be? The backup next year? I don't know. It just seemed like instead of keeping a third quarterback, you could have kept Jason Poe, who's, you know, could be a starter this year for you or a contributor this year. But he's a quarterback. I get it. How about Trey Sermon? That's another one. I feel like they kept him because they drafted him in the third round and they don't want to admit that they're wrong about him yet. Or they feel they don't have to admit. They can give him a little more time to prove himself, even though it's been two years and he hasn't shown anything. Okay, I guess. You gave him a roster spot. He didn't really earn it. But what are you waiting for? Like, what's he going to – all of a sudden he's going to start running hard? He doesn't run hard. That's a problem. He's not fast. That's a problem too. So I think this is an example of just needing to admit you're wrong. Every once in a while, Trey Sermon does have a good run. He averaged two yards of carry in the preseason, two. Yeah. So I actually prefer Hasty to him. Yeah. I would hope he'd have a good run every once in a once in a while. <laughs> Freaking hope so. Yeah, I don't know. He's young. He could be good. But it's he he went to Ohio State and that they're just such a dominant team. And I think he was used to having just canyons to run through. And now he's in the NFL and he's like, there's nowhere to go. Like, actually, there are places to go, but not it okay. doesn't look like that to you. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? Nah. Okay. Let me go to the cheat sheet. Hold on, guys. Cheat sheet. Ah. Is – pay attention. This is important. Is there a part of the team that isn't as strong as it should be? I got three parts. Okay. And this is a very, very good team. But obviously the offensive line is not as good as it should be. They should be. They have one really good offensive lineman and a bunch of backups who could become starters. You know, starting caliber players. And Why don't you go hurt. through the line and, and sort of talk about each guy? Trent Williams is the best left tackle. Left guard Aaron Banks is has never started a game in the NFL. I thought he looked not good in training camp in the preseason, and I think um, I'm not certain that he's going to make it through the season as a starter. Uh, then the center's Jake Brendel, who's a 30 year old who's started. He's barely played in his career. So he's an un, he's an unknown. The right guard is Spencer Burford, who's a rookie. And the right tackle is Michael well, Lynch. What do you think about Spencer Burford? I, I like him, but he's a 21-year-old rookie. And I, even, even though he's talented, you'd have to expect him to be up and down this year. In the last preseason game, he had two holding penalties. Okay. So um, good, but probably up and down. And then right tackle Mike McGlinchey coming back off a really serious injury, a quad tendon tear, I think. and um, so far, he's been in and out. So if it's not him, it's Colton McKivitz, who's okay. Okay. Yeah. 
And so the question is like, is it gonna is the pass protection gonna be such an issue that Trey Lance gets hurt? Is the run blocking gonna be an issue? This should be a, it's what they're trying to be a dominant run team. Can they be a dominant run team with these offensive linemen? You know, Lake and Tomlinson was a big part of their running game in the past few years. So that's that's a big one, the offensive line. So it, it's big to me, it's it it defines everything about an offense. Yeah. Right? It, it absolutely does. And if the Niners are getting quarterbacks hurt, then they're not gonna go very far. So there's that. There's also safety. Um, they let Jaquaski Tart go. He's got old. I mean, he's he's available. They can get him. But they're very dependent on Jimmy Ward, who's very good, but he really hurt his hamstring. I think it's like a three-month injury. It might be like a, a tear. So he's not going to be there for the first four games or more. And now they don't really have a very strong safety position without him. They got a first-year starter in Talanoa Hafunga and a first-year starter in George Odom who's been a vet, but he's like, he was an all pro uh, special teamer. So that's not exactly, they have good, very good corners, but their safety position is a big question mark now. Both their starters from last year are gone for now. Okay. And you said there was a third area of concern. Yeah, this is smaller, um, but tight end. George Kittle's excellent, but it's, they never bring in anyone new. There's no one really behind him. Uh, so he has to play every snap of every game, which hasn't really been good for him the last couple of years. He gets worn down. He misses time. And once he goes, you go from having like the best tight end in the league to just a backup who is not a young up and coming guy who's going to be a starter one day. So again, they're in a position of having to use George Kittle too much, which is too bad. They, they brought in a bunch of tight ends this off season, Tanner Hudson, Tyler Croft, none of them made the team. They're in the same position they were in last year at this position and they always say well we want to get better at tight end you don't you never do you never actually m make an attempt to add someone here a serious one Iggy let's name the positions on the team that they're strong at oh um they're extremely strong at defensive line linebacker and cornerback those three that's which mean which means that their defense is going to do well it's going to match up well against just about any offense in the league what so about an offense? Do they uh, any strong units there? I like the running backs. They have five good running backs or four. Um, they have an excellent fullback in there as well. Uh, and their wide receivers are they got Debo, IU. They got very interesting wide receivers as well. Um, no depth at offensive line and tight end. They have depth at quarterback, but they don't have <laughs> we don't know if they have one who's good enough. Iggy, will they use a consistently Debo as a running back? Yeah, I think they're going to use him like it's going to be even more sophisticated. Last year was something they sort of evolved, did as the year went on. This year, it's something they installed in the offseason. So and every time last year he was, he was in the backfield, it was a run. Now there's throws to Debo out of the backfield. Love it. Right? So it's evolving. I think it's going to be even more complex. Okay. And yeah. here's this discussion leads to a, uh, an overview question. How good is this team? And is it a Super Bowl contender? That's a tough one because we were saying, you know, if you don't have a quarterback who's good enough, you're not really a Super Bowl contender. But I mean, there's a lot of examples of teams that have won a Super Bowl with mediocre quarterbacks because they had a great defense. And this defense, if Jimmy Ward comes back soon, could be great. I think it's going to match up. It's going to uh, outmatch pretty much every offense it faces this year, mm. which is going to give the Niners a really good chance to win most games. And if their offensive line isn't horrendous, they should be able to run the ball. And a good run game and a good defense takes you pretty far, as we've seen. So 
I do think they could go to the NFC Championship game. Um, if one of those two quarterbacks gets hot in the playoffs, they could win the Super Bowl. Yes, I do think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, I would say they have the potential. Yeah. To go all the way. Yeah. Um, if they can work out the offensive line and if there's a quarterback who can really do the job. Yeah. And I mean uh, more than simply manage manage the, the, the game. Yeah. If those two things work out, I would say they could absolutely go to the Super Bowl. But in a way, it's an unfair question now because there are question marks that need to be answered. Offensive line quarterback. And until you really know more about those two um, issues, those two things, it's very hard to predict. Yeah. Um, and uh, like the Bengals had the worst offensive line in the league last year. They went to the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, um, but they led the league in, in sacks. Uh, it's just the question is like, are you going to get your quarterback hurt on one of those sacks? The year before, Joe Burrow blew out his knee. Last year, he didn't get hurt. That was They were lucky with that. Are the Niners going to get these quarterbacks hurt? Is the offensive line going to be that bad? And then is, is it going to be so bad where they can't even run the ball like they want to? If that's the issue, they're not going to be Super Bowl contenders. So if the offensive line is decent, they could be. If the offensive line is decent, then it just depends on Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo getting hot down the stretch. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo has it in him. I think we've seen him in the playoffs. Maybe he, maybe he could. But if it's Trey, if Trey's – rough at first, but he improves and is actually really good by the end of the year, then hell yeah. You had mentioned Joe Burrow. I would say Joe Burrow is one hell of a quarterback. Would you agree? Yes. Trey has to be one hell of a quarterback. Yes. Yes, that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's the whole, the whole thing. thing. Because in the playoffs, you're going against teams that have one hell of a quarterback. And the Niners, to their credit, I mean, they beat Aaron Rodgers last year. They beat Dak Prescott. Both of those guys are really freaking good. But you can't win a Super Bowl just running the ball every week. Like, the, the Niners beat Green Bay because they blocked a punt, returned it for a touchdown, and, and on a critical drive when they they had a game-sealing field goal at the end. There was a third and seven on that drive. They converted it by handing off to Debo. He got nine yards. You can't trick people every week with the third down run. It only works once. Yeah. So, I mean, they got as far as they could go with, you know, their run game and their tricks. You need a quarterback to take you the rest of the way. Don't you? I think you do. I think so. I think you freaking do. So that's the, pro that's the thing with this team. It's like they've put together this, this team that's been ready to go for years, but they just can't find the quarterback who could, who matches their time, their timeline. That's right. You know? Trey may, may or may not match their timeline. So we'll see. And, and Jimmy, they thought he was out of time. Now they're giving him a little more time. And they could have had Tom Brady the whole time, but they didn't want him. <laughs> we got one more um, topic, which is sort of a footnote topic. Yes. But it's interesting to me. The Niners sent out their cuts today. Some people were released and some people were waived. Yeah. And I realized you could call them cut, but there's yeah. a difference between released and waived. Yes. Iggy, could you explain it to us? Well... Waived means you go to waivers, which is like another draft. You're not free for any team to sign you. You can't just start negotiating with teams. You're now in like a in a draft, and there's an order of that teams that can claim you off of waivers based on I think probably the record from last year. The worst teams get the first crack at it. I think that's how it goes. It's usually a weekly thing based on the, the records that week. So if you were waived, you're again. You have no idea where you could end up. You might get claimed by a team and go there against your will, 
or whatever. Or if you clear waivers, you can then sign with whatever practice squad. Then you can do whatever you want. You can sign in a practice squad or something like that. People that are released, skip that process and they can go to another team or practice squad. Or nowhere. Or nowhere. They can go to the couch. So, okay. Yeah. And it's good to know. It's good to know. Let's uh, answer some other people's questions before we leave. Um, Tinker says it's August 30th. It's August 30th, and Jimmy Garoppolo is still in the 49ers roster. I'm so glad it's football season. Iggy, I, I love that. And, you know, I think you ought to do one more video along those lines, yeah. and you ought to be, it's whatever date, and Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the 49ers, and I expect him to be there a long time. That's the end of this. You ought to end yeah. it, right? Yeah, I probably need to end it at some point because I think, I think the joke's over. But it, it got us through a very long very long off season. And it was yeah. all my dad's idea. So thank you. Niner gang. Wolfcast is a new member. Thank you. Um, Michael Hamilton. I dig the QC label you gave yourself, but do you not believe that players can get better by playing your convo is always, he's not good. Now he's trash. Now they can get better from playing. You're right. But um, I don't know about Nate Sudfeld. I think he, I don't know. J.R. Beckhold says, are you getting 2019 vibes at all going into week one? No, I think it's a way different team. That team started off 8-0. I don't know if this team's going to start off 8-0. I don't know. What do you and your dad recommend uh, for good eats and drinks? Going to the Week 2 game, and I've never been to that part of California before. Well, that part is Santa Clara. I, yeah. I know nothing about. I mean, yeah. they pretend it's San Francisco. It's an hour or more down there. I mean, if you go to San Francisco or Oakland, you can't miss having good restaurants yeah just go to san francisco go anywhere go to oakland go anywhere well look up the nice places on yelp but that's what i would say just leave the south bay probably sorry um for people that live there grant just gushing with compliments today says zachary well why not it's a good team team's gonna win a lot of games explain to me would we be fine if we cut jimmy garoppolo today fine would they be fined if they cut Jimmy Garoppolo today? No. I don't know, but they're not going to cut. They want why, him. Why do we need the hypothetical? Yeah. Uh, Mid-Atlantic Mid Teach 89 says lowered cost of the third round comp for him next year. Yes, they're going to get a, a pick for him next year when he leaves. So there's also that. What was your sentiment when Young took control while Montana was benched for two years? This is a similar situation minus Montana. Uh what was your sentiment when Young took control while Montana was benched for two years, Dad? I knew that Steve was a hell of a quarterback. Right. I knew I, I was more certain about Steve than I am about Trey. I don't think it's helpful for the Niners to compare this situation to that one because those are two great quarterbacks, and the Niners right now have no great quarterbacks. That's right. They don't need to make that comparison. There's one more before we go. Steven says top waiver targets for 49ers. Oh boy, that's above that's above my pay grade. I think Larry Kruger would probably have some answers for you though. But I don't even know. I've been covering the Niners. I don't know who's gotten cut. Sorry or waived. Anyway, that's the end of the show. How I really doing? enjoyed this today. Thanks a lot, Iggy. I loved it. Love you, love you, Dad. Love you, son. Call oh, you in a minute. Okay. Thanks for watching, everyone. Goodbye, See you everybody. Around.